When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to another episode of the PD Pickham's podcast. I'm your host, Pete Fuguaga, and as always, I'm joined by Sean Patrick Boley. And after the week that we had, I would have thought that they would have taken this show away from us, Sean. Yeah, we should be canceled. We should be. We should be canceled for our pick. Like I said last week, if we don't do well in this, man, we should be we should be shown the door. The Nielsen rating should be uh, should be tanky. Like, yeah, these it, guys, and what do they know? It was not great. I mean, Sean, you went five and five. At least you salvaged a five hundred record. I um, I went three and seven. Yeah, yeah. I there came it in is. last. I came in last place. Worst case scenario, Pete said I could go could tank, and sure enough, he tanked. I got way too cocky. Doesn't help that kids are hitting. Doesn't help that kids are hitting forty two yards to beat me. Yeah, I know. I felt that gut punch. Uh, I was really impressed by that kick, but also like I was like kind of pissed, being like, "Oh man, there goes that." Southington was leading. Oh no, Staples came all the way back. Windsor wasn't even in it in the second half, and then at least I was like, "Well, at least I got Massick." Oh no, just kidding. Bloomfield's going to score twenty-four straight points to beat them. Um, gut punch after gut punch. And then I'm getting chirped at by Kevin Sullivan. Um, you know, listen to the meat grinder if you haven't. Kevin Sullivan texted us on Friday, quoting me to myself when I said on this show that I think Morgan winning or MSW winning would be a better story. Uh, and my heart says to go with Morgan, but I went with Capital Prep, and he texted me saying, "Hey, you probably should have gone with your heart." So five instances. I didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> Do you do you listen on this show? <laughs> I I, well, I hey once once we finish recording, man. I say I I lived yeah. it. I don't need to listen. So not like I, you, uh, you guys all do. I uh yeah, just five games, five instances where I just got gut punched, and uh, deservedly so. I'm in last place. Big shout out. We talked about uh the two of them last week. You know, Will Alden went nine and one, you know, shout out, Will, what a great recovery. That was a key week. And then Meyer, Meyer Lee goes seven and three ties with Carl, who also went seven and three, the three new guys, three new this year, finished with the top three spots. Uh, They get them back into contention. Okay. From, from first place overall, 
where Sean Barker and Dan Brecklin at 18 and 11, they're only separated by five games down at the bottom, which is Chris McNamee, a former champion, sitting at 13 and 16. Uh, you're in third. You're only in game back, Sean. So this bad week did not, not – it didn't bury you. Uh, I kind of fell from the top spot. I'm only two back, but I'm in sixth at 16 and 13. So we both need much better weeks coming up. And I'll be honest with you, this slate, not super easy. Can I just say, I think, you know, just for anyone out there, the fact that the two bosses are in first place, uh, that's not by accident. You got to make sure <laughs> that they feel good. You, know? you got to make sure that they, uh, you know, it's like that scene in Mr. Mom where he has to, he has to tank the, uh, what's his name? But Michael Keaton needs to tank the race so Martin Mull could beat him so his wife doesn't get fired. That's exactly what's going on here. Well, I will give credit. Sean Barker reads every story. Oh, yeah. So. He does indeed. <laughs> Tough week though, Pete. This is a hard. Like, it's not like the Alliance week where they're built in, exciting games. All right, we're gonna start up at the CCC. We got two playoff teams from a year ago, both kind of going different ways right now. We got Owen three Weathersfield traveling to Sage Park to play the two and one Redcoats, coming off a pretty big win against Bunnell. Uh, look, you look at Weathersfield's schedule, Owen three. Then you look at who they played. All good program. You know, was beating Windsor at halftime. Southington, one of the best teams in the state. And then they played Shelton. I mean, that is not an easy schedule for Matt McKinnon and the boys. They beat Bunnell last week. You know, and they lost to Wilton in the opener. I don't think we knew what was going to go on with Berlin. They got a lot of good dudes. Lavender, Santos, Morales, Melville. Just like last year. On the other side with Weatherfield, Cam Regi. One of the better players in the state. One of the better athletes. But... Weatherfield still doesn't have a win. Sean, yeah. does Weatherfield get their first win this week? Yeah, I think they're going to be competitive, Pete, but uh, I can't discount that Ber- uh, that Berlin victory over Benell. That was pretty impressive. Benell with beat hand. I mean, you know, this is the, the transit of property week. You know, with Benell beat hand, which beat Fairfield Prep. So you're thinking Benell's going to beat, uh, you know, beat Berlin. Eh, no, incorrect. Berlin thumps him. You know, so Melville's great. Uh, like Lavender, uh, it's a a good team. And uh, Weathersfield, I think, will be competitive. Uh, I would be shocked if they win the game. Wouldn't be shocked, but I think uh, Benel, Benel. I think Berlin's got a. uh, uh, I think Berlin's the better team. Let me go with the. There's a little bit of me that wants to get freaky. You know, get get a little crazy here. Yeah, you went freaky last week, (laughs) Pete. And picked uh, and picked Weathersfield, but. you know they're both playing a they're both playing a tier two schedule. Um, I just think Weathersfield has played better teams. I really do. Um, but Berlin has shown that they can beat these good teams like they did when they went out and beat Bunnell, who we will hear from later on the show. So I'm going to go with the Redcoats as well. Um, all right, we're going to jump down. We're going to do. We got two CTC games on the schedule this week. Oh, oh, all right, yeah, my favorite. I did Here's the f- it with those last week. <laughs> I, and speaking the, of hearing from coaches, I, I you know I heard from Derek Lewis, <laughs> LOLing me their twelve whatever twelve seven win or thirteen seven win. Well, you might hear game. you might hear from him again because the next game up is Bullard Haven's Colby Cathedral. They're two and one. They're going to Nanawag to play uh, the Pequots. I'm sorry, the CTCs Northwest United, who is three and zero. Oh. Now the Mustangs, not the Mustangs, the workhorses come in with the longest regular season win streak in the state 15 game win streak 
uh, in the regular season. Uh, and they've been on fire. I mean, Northwest United has been at, literally on fire. Ben Rondon, Ben Roden, the quarterback. Yeah, he has 13 touchdown passes in three games. That's, that's for my math people. That's over four a game. Do a little math here. That's on pace for 40 touchdown passes in a season. I mean, I don't care what conference you play in. 40 touchdowns is pretty incredible. Uh, and they have four different receivers with three touchdown receptions. They're playing host, like I said, to Bullard, Havens. Uh, Stanley St. Vincent might be the best overall Victor. player in St. Victor. Stanley St. Victor might be one of the best overall players in the CTC. He comes in. This game last year, I was at this game last year. Okay, This game was a back-and-forth wild ride. Uh, Northwest took over late and only won by five. That was their closest game last year. Um, that they won, you know, it was close. It was only a five-point win. The playoffs. So, so well, yeah, but the playoffs, it was 50 nothing. So that, that wasn't close either. But but a five-point win, uh, this is a great matchup. You could have argued Bullard played better. They just got in their own way in that game last year. Um, and they get Northwest United, who is playing pretty good. I'm going to go first on this one. Maybe Derek will text me if they win, because I'm going with the workhorses. I think, I mean, Ben is playing so well right now. I, I mean, a 40-point, a 40-touchdown pace at quarterback is pretty incredible. When was the last time a quarterback threw 40 touchdowns in a season in Connecticut? Michael Collins had over 50. That I remember. Summers, maybe? I don't know. Well, no, I mean, maybe David Summers. But, you know, I remember Mike, Michael Collins threw for 50 in 2015. Um so anyway, so I'm going to go with Northwest United on this one. Uh, I think they keep the streak alive. Sean, who do you got? Sorry, Derek. This is going to be an easy one for me. I'm going to go with the workhorses. Ben Roden is great. Has, as you mentioned, been great. Uh, I've been really impressed. You know, St. Victor has been great as well. They only scored thir- two touchdowns against Genie, so that's going to be tough. I'm going to go with the workhorses. Why not? All right. Staying in the CTC, we got ATI. They are two and one. They're going to Thames River, who is also two and one. Now, quickly, we talked about Northwest United's win streak. Thames River is two and one. They have won ten straight CTC games, dating back to 2021. Wow! Okay, they I, they I they, yeah, they played a couple of crossover alliance games last year, and they've played a couple. Uh, they have a couple on their schedule this year. They lost one of them earlier this year. Uh, but yeah, 10 straight CTC games. Could you imagine that Thames River and Northwest U- United have not played the last two years? Because that would make too much sense. Uh, well, for them hold to on play. a second. They did join the Alliance now. They, you so would have thought two 10-0 teams from the same conference would have been scheduled. I but. don't do the schedules, but it would make sense for them to play. Yeah, Exactly. Uh, but both teams are two and one. Both of their losses came against non-CTC opponents in alliance games, and both teams have been scoring at a pretty big clip a game. This could be a high-scoring affair. This is going to be a long drive from ATI in Danbury all the way out to Grasso Tech. Um, this is a long one. Sean, who do you like in this one? Oh, man, I am going to – that's a long drive. Ah, you know what? I'm going with ATI. I think ATI has been playing 
very well uh, against the even I mean oh, yeah you're let's lose to Brookfield Brookfield's a, you know is a public school but like I, I like ATI I think ATI was a favorite I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with them yeah I too am gonna go with ATI uh, I wrote their preview uh, high you know big high aspirations coming out of this program this year Thames River graduated a lot from last year's team uh, they're still talented. But Ryan Outlaw, Seth Cunningham aren't playing in this game. Yeah, they don't play um, in that game anymore. Hey, quick so, thing to ATI. ATI, when you get your when you win your game, call your score in, please. We didn't get their score from O'Brien Tech until Monday morning. <laughs> well, at least we got it. I'm still waiting for Fairfield Ludlow's box score from week one. <laughs> All right, yeah. So I'm gonna go with ATI as well. Um, you know, I think we're kind of both in agreement. I, even though the long drive, I, I think ATI is going to be fine. All right, we're going to the ECC. A pretty intriguing matchup, at least on mine. We got Griswold Wheeler coming in at 2-1. and one, And they're always consistently... Uh, uh, they win more than 500% of their, uh, percent of their games every year. Uh, and they're going to go play Bacon Academy, who is 2-1. and one. Bacon, in the, Bacon has two wins this year, which is more than they had combined the two previous seasons. Yeah. They were one in nineteen the last two years combined. Here they are. They two haven't and one. played. Shout out! Great, no, they haven't. But you still have to win games. They didn't play anyone great last year, and they still, you know, so and they still lost those games. Um, so you got to learn how to win. Shout out to to Bill Chafin, former SCSU football player, uh, another former SCSU football player who's coaching in the state. He took over the program last year, and he's got them at two and one. Um, and that's all great and well and good. But I'm going with Griswold Wheeler here. I mean, I think this is the year they get over the hump and get back into the postseason. I've written about it. Uh, I just, this is the year I think that they can get over the hump and get to the postseason. Sean, who do you like in this one? I'm going to go with uh, Griswold Wheeler too. I just think they're just, uh, they just, well, just their results so far. They lost to Wyndham only 12 6. I didn't want to Wyndham's not the team it was last year, but, you know, they did thump East Catholic and then Woodstock Academy. That was an impressive win last year, 41. You know, I think Woodstock Academy may be down a bit, but. I think they're they're pretty good. I'm gonna go with the Wolverines because you know Bacon Academy, Bethel, Stonington. All right, that was a big loss. Stonington's better. So so I, I know I think this is a similar game. Chris Holden. Okay, we uh we're gonna move down to the FCAC. This one it's not like don't, a crazy don't, matchup, don't. but this one intrigues me a lot. It's two and one St. Joe's going down to Boyle Stadium. Play the two and one Black Knights. Stanford's one of the most intriguing teams in the state right now, and um, you know they've won two out of their first three. Their game that they lost, they were tied with Greenwich going into the fourth quarter, um, and then they only lost by two scores. I, there's a lot of intrigue around the Stanford team. Then on the other side, you got St. Joe's, lost the opener to Newtown, have won back-to-back games. I saw them on Saturday against Notre Dame West Haven. Neither team could do anything on offense, and I'm not going to sit here and say. It was a defensive battle. They just couldn't get anything done. Uh, it was a pick six that got St. Joe's going, and they scored a late rushing touchdown to make it 13-0. Um, St. Joe's is young. They, they, they're starting a freshman at quarterback due to an injury. Uh, you know, they're learning oh, yeah. a lot on the fly. Uh, this matchup on paper, yeah, everyone's going to say, oh, you got to go with St. Joe's. When was the last time St. Joe's... You know, lost to Stanford, but I think it's a lot deeper than that. And, you know, luckily, Sean, you get to go first on this one. Oh, good. I'm picking Stanford. <laughs> I'm going to pick the Black Knights. Um, St. Joe in that game against Notre Dame, which we didn't even talk about on the podcast. 
regular podcast, but that's how bad it was. I mean, even Joe was wondering why we were there. I mean, you were there. He was telling you. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, good job by them getting back. They're two and one. That's not bad. Uh, but losing the quarterback hurt, you know, lots of growing pains on offense. Stanford just looks like it's ready to just explode, you know. And uh, so far, so good for Donnie's team. Uh, at their turf, I think it's an easy pick for me. I think it's an easy pick. Not only are you picking Stanford, but you think it's an easy pick? Yep. You heard me. Easy. Yeah. Well, see, now you, you're making what I'm about to say not as interesting. No, no hot dogs. For I was going to do this whole big thing and ba ba ba, and then end it no with, I'm going with Stanford too, but you took the wind out of my sails. You I'm gotta, going you're the producer. Five. You got to set that up. You got to set it up so you get. We went every first. other. We went. We we go I every know. other. Every you should have. It's like doing any meeting, money, mo. You have to set it up. You have to look at it and say, like, where can I can I do the most impact here? I oh, I need to go first to stamp. So how do I set that up? That, <laughs> your, that's your fault, not mine. <laughs> I'm the host and the producer and the editor. It, it gets very time consuming. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're both going with it. Stanford. I thought. I thought that was going to be my one crazy pick after last week, but no. all right, we're going to go down. We're going to go to the middle set. We're going to go to the NVL. Crosby. Joe Del Vecchia might take Stanford. <laughs> uh, we're going to go to the NVL. Crosby is one and two. They're heading up to Bristol to play the zero and two Falcons. Crosby's only win came across came against Derby. Derby won their first game last week for the first time since two thousand and nineteen. Um, not a. This isn't the NVL game. Oh, Nogatok and Holy Cross and this and that. Like these are two teams that are still trying to figure it out. Two young teams that are trying to get better. Um, for me, it's kind of a, a coin flip, and uh, you know, just I'm not going to get too deep into this game, but I'm going to go across. Uh, yeah. They have a win this year, so I'm going to pick them. I had a whole thing about being picking Crosby here, Pete. Uh, <laughs> you took the win right out of myself. I'm going to go with the Bulldogs too. <laughs> Oh, all right. I got another, you got a second NVL game as well this week. Again, the NVL, CTC, they don't get a lot of love in the Alliance weeks. So, you know, when you try to make it up, there are not really great games across other conferences. Excuse me. So we're doubling up on the NVL here. We got Seymour, one and two, coming off a loss to Oxford. First loss in like 10 years to Oxford. Uh, they're going on the road to Municipal to play on Saturday to play Holy Cross, who's 2-1. and one. Um, Sean, you get to go first on this one. You saw Seymour this week. Can they get back you in the win Seymour column? Week. You saw Seymour this week. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm doing the producing thing. Since you're picking first, I'm transitioning oh, wow. from me to you because you saw them on wow, Thursday. You, also, so you, said we, you could say the colloquial. You could say we won saw them we saw them what do you think uh i think seymour it's tough because you know seymour clearly has some kids that clearly has some players uh they should have maybe should have beaten oxford it's a game with that's a game we didn't talk about the podcast that's twice we snubbed the nbl <laughs> other than ansonia but uh you know i saw we both saw seymour oxford uh seymour had every right they were in the game but lots of mistakes you know, and I think they kind of got a little, uh, they kind of turned the, the guns inward a bit there. They were kind of like pointing fingers at each other. You know, and that's never a good sign. You know, you know, you guys are a team. You can't be, uh, you can't be, you know, pointing fingers at each other. Things go wrong. You know, yeah, that guy might have not missed a tackle and that guy might not, might not have done his assignment right. But you got to accept that as a team. 
I don't know. And Seymour and even uh, Coach Mike Kearns after the same. So like, we got a lot of uh, soul searching to do here. Um, that said, can they turn around in one week against Holy Cross, which is itching to get back into the good graces of everybody else? At Holy Cross, I'm going to go with the Crusaders. Uh, I think that they're uh, just, you know, in a better mode right now. Yeah, they got smoked by Nogatuck, but I can see a lot of teams getting smoked by Nogatuck. I'm going with the Crusaders. I think they're pretty good. Seymour, I'd love to believe in you, but my confidence was shook last week when you guys, you know, just kind of had the, the, the firing, turned the firing squad inward, you know, in that game. So uh, I'm going to go with Holy Cross. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with Holy Cross, too. I also was at the game on Thursday with you, uh, with Seymour and Oxford. Oh, you don't say. Uh, I don't, yeah. And uh, nothing Seymour did impressed me. So I'm going to go with Holy Cross. I think the Crusaders are going to improve. I was impressed by the way Seymour was chirping at each other. That's what I was impressed by. Yeah. Get it together, Seymour. help him. Yeah. Get it together. All right, we're going to go to the Pequot, and we spoke about this game a little bit earlier. You got Morgan, Old Saybrook, Westbrook. They're 3-0, and and they have the best offense in the state. Scoring 154 points in three games so far this season. They are going on the road to Pearson Park. And they're playing Bromo Portland. Who's been one of the best, if not the best team in the Pequot post-pandemic. And uh, the Panthers are supposed to be a rebuild, you know, a down year. And here they are. 3-0. and Playing Morgan, Old Saybrook, Westbrook who's also 3-0. We picked Morgan last week. We picked the game. We both picked against him. Mm. Kevin Kevin chirped us a little bit, which we love. Um, I, I, oh, man, I'm picking first on this one. And I said it last week. Morgan's the better story, right? Morgan going 3-0 against Capital Prep. That would have been the better story. First year co-op, you know, with my heart. I, I should have picked them, and I didn't, and I picked Capital Prep. Here's the thing. I- I'm going to not do it again. I'm not picking with my heart again. I'm going with Cromwell Portland. I mean, Randell Bennett is one of the best coaches in the state. And if he if he's got his boys playing at 3-0, I, I, don't, I th- don't think that's a product of anything, but they're being a good team. So I'm going with Cromwell Portland. You know, I was going to go with Cromwell Portland until Pete picked him. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going with Cromwell. <laughs> uh, you know, listen, uh, I think they've done a great job in Morgan. Uh, I mean, Kevin, we talked to on the podcast, does a great job there. And uh, uh, at Pearson Park, if this was at, you know, uh, Old Saybrook or wherever, uh, at Morgan, you know, down at uh, uh, the uh, the Peters Complex, I might have thought about going with them. Uh, obviously, Nye's great. You know, he's got some other dudes there. But, you know, it's hard. Uh, Pearson Park is a house of horrors. And, uh, no one loves playing there more than Carmel Portland does. I'm going to go with that. This might be the game of the week. We're going to go down to the SEC. We got 3-0 and West Haven traveling to Finn Stadium to play the 2-1 and Shelton dun, dun, dun. Gales. Uh, we've both seen – you haven't seen West Haven yet. No. I've seen both of these teams. Uh, Sean, you get to pick first on this one, so I'm going to I'm gonna turn it over to you first. Great game. Playmakers all over the place. Tinny. Wood. Josh Licko on, on one side. And Marco, Eddie. Conlon. Uh, even K. 
Cam Kemp now at running back. West Haven's got weapons, man. And uh, you make a mistake against them, their speed and athleticism is going to make you pay. At Finn Stadium, this is a tough, tough call here. But I'm going to go with West Haven. You know, they're sitting there chirping at us. We're for real. We're for real. All right. Time to put your money where your mouth is. I'm picking you. And if you don't deliver and make me suffer through weeks of Shelton chirping back at me, then I'm coming after you. All right, West Haven. You know, you, I believe in you now, West Haven, okay? I believe in you. This is the time. You're going up there. You want to prove it. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I'm going to put them all in on the Westies at Finn Stadium, mind you. So, guys, better deliver. You got your you got your your ringer running back, <laughs> and uh, you guys got you got the, all the pieces now. Tomlin's great at quarterback. You know, lots of weapons, some dudes. You know, I think Shelton's been kind of a little bit accident prone. I'm going with the Westies. This is it. This is your time. Other than that, I'm not gonna pick you again. So come through for me. Next game. So I I never pick West Haven. Yeah, I get to pick. Uh, I never get to pick West Haven. I never pick West Haven. And I always get it wrong. And they always like to yell at me about it. So I'm like kind of torn here. Like, do I do I pick Shelton to like, you know, keep it going? Because it's a good bit. I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of bits as anyone else. Um, but do I pick West Haven? And then, you know, if they lose, then I get to, you know, kind of clap back a little bit. Yeah. Um, I've seen both of these teams. I'm going to go with the Westies. I just think they are so talented from top to bottom. One guy you you you, uh, you didn't mention was Armani Reed. I mean, oh, yeah. he is he is so good, so talented. But it's hard it's hard to not forget someone when they have so many options, uh, and that's why I think makes them extremely dangerous on offense and defense. So I'm going with West Haven. The only problem with as West well. Haven, the only problem with West Haven is there's only one ball. There is. There is only one ball. All right. We're going to wrap it up. We got one more game down in the SWC. This game had a lot more interest last week, uh, but both teams lost. It's Benel. They're 2-1. and one. They're going to Masic, uh, who is 2-1 coming off a loss against Bloomfield, where they kind of gave it away. Um, and, you know, Benel got handled by Berlin. Benel wants to make the playoffs. Ty said it on this show. Um, you got to win games against Berlin to 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 do that, especially when you have Massa coming up, and then Newtown. Uh, you know the SWC is no cakewalk. Um, now they're kind of had their backs against the wall, uh, going to Monroe to play Massic. Um, I'm I'm going first on this one. Um, and I'm taking math. Uh, even look, I don't know what the status of of, of our Klein is under center for Masic. I don't, um, but I'm still going with Masic. They're Masic, and Benel needs to prove that they can play with teams like that. And after the loss against Berlin, I don't think they can. So I'm going with the Panthers and Jason Champagne. I'm very tempted to stick. To, well, I'm tempted to go with Masic too, Pete quarterback situation worries me the coaching situation worries me and I know in Benel there still is that team that thumped him you're still there guys at the surf club 
I don't think that intimidates them. I think they're going to take a long look in the mirror. And they're going to figure this out. Still got dudes, but now they didn't all just disappear. That was a, that was a discouraging performance. They better hit hit the practice. They hope they hit the practice. I'm going to go with Benel here. Uh, I just I think a lot of things are starting to catch up to Massick, and uh, you know losing a game like that that's tough. But uh, I'm going to go with Benel. I think you know, two teams coming off two lo- or a pair of losses that's tough. But uh, I'm just a little bit more faith right now in Benel to be able to bounce back. All right. Well, if we can run through it really quickly. Uh... We both took Berlin in the first game over Weathersfield. We both took Northwest United over Bullard Havens. We both took ATI over Thames River. We both took Griswold Wheeler over Bacon Academy. We both took Stanford over St. Joe's. We both took Crosby over St. Paul. We both took Holy Cross over Seymour. We both took Cromwell Portland over Morgan, ah. Old Saybrook, Westbrook. We both took West Haven over Shelton. But in the last game, we went different. I took Massick and you took Bunnell. Uh, so we're kind of in this together this week. Kind of, yeah. Kind of in getting this together. I mean, go Bulldogs. I mean, hey, to know. be fair, that doesn't happen often. We don't normally have very similar boards. No, I mean, there are a couple I could have taken. I mean, I, you know, I really thought about taking uh morgan i really thought about taking uh i think that was it really well things really thought about taking bullard havens i thought about taking but uh overall i think i like my picks our picks other than yeah. the last one. <laughs> like uh, so we'll see all right so uh we're gonna wrap it up um you know uh for sean patrick Bowley, i'm pete paguaga and i speak for the both of us i say go panthers right no <laughs> All right, we'll see everyone next week.